We are the last two words of Beisam of the phase. Mara asks, Elame Atta, if so, if the Chachamim learn the maximum shear of an opening from the opening of the Heichal, of the Beis Lotihani Amaltara, then an Amaltara should not help the Heichal Amaltara have it. Because the Heichal had an Amaltara, and nevertheless, it was only 20 Amos tall. Now, we'll, Gemara will discuss what an Amaltara is, but I told you yesterday, according to the majority opinion, I showed you the picture of the door of the Ulam, that there were five beams that went, ran over the top of the door, like upside-down step. That is the Amaltara, according to the majority opinion, based on the discussion we'll have later. That is what the Amaltara looked like. And Gemara is assuming, for reasons which we'll see, that if you have an amaltara on top of your opening to your mavoi, that you, the opening to your mavoi could be more than 20 amos high. That we said a korah can only be 20 amos high, but if you have a, an amaltara over it, then it could be even higher. And all this become clearer, what we're talking about and why. But just introducing Gamar's question now, Gamar says, why should that be? The door of the Heichal had an Amaltara, we assume, for also for reasons that will, be, will become apparent. And nevertheless, it was only 20 Amos high. So how do you know that opening with an Amaltara could be more than 20 Amos high? That's the question. Titznan, as we learn in the Mishnah, milahayu, there were five Amaltara of wood. Milah is a specific type of wood. Al Gabav above the doorway, Zola Malami Zola, each one above the other. Baha'i Maitiyufta, what's your question? Maybe that's not talking about the doorway of the Heichal, maybe that's talking about the doorway of the Ulam, the front opening of the building rather than the opening into the second section of the building. So the Gemara says, Hi, my Kushya. Well, what's your question? In other words, what's your question on the question? Maybe the doorway of the Heichal was like the doorway of the Ulam. Maybe the doorway of the Heichal had an Amaltara also. Why did Rabbi Ila say that Amarav that Rav said that the Korah can be four Tfachim wide, even though it's not strong? If the Korah has an Amaltara, it could be higher than 20 Amos. You don't need to lessen it. Mar is asking, based on a statement of Rav, that contains two statements, which Rashi says they are unrelated statements. We will learn later that a Korah has a minimum shear, minimum size, that it has to be wide enough and strong enough to hold a brick, but that if it's four fucking wide, then it could be even flimsy. It doesn't have to be strong enough to hold a brick. That's one halacha, which Rav mentioned that we're not really concerned about now. The other halacha that Rav mentioned is that if the Korah has an Amaltra on top, that it can be more than 20 Amos above the ground. Now, where does he know that from? If the Rabbanon learned from the door of the Heichal that the maximum size of an opening is 20 amos high and 10 amos wide, 
then an amaltra shouldn't help you, shouldn't allow you to make it taller than that because the opening of a hechel was 20 amos. What, what would be your source? So that's the Gemara's question. Amar Rav Yosef, amaltra manitahi. Rav Yosef said, not Akasha, because amaltra is a brisa. It's not Rav who said it. It was a brisa. Man Tanila, who taught this brisa? Amar Abaye, the Hachama, braid the Rav of Arvok Tanila. Hachama, according to another Gersa, Rav Hama, braid the taught this brisa. So it's not Akasha and Rav. It's not Rav's statement. It's a brisa. So the Gemara says, let it be a brisa, it's still Akasha and Rav. Because Rav said, we learn from the door of the Heichal, and the Brisa says that if you have an Amaltra, you could have the opening more than 20 Amos high. That's still Akashan Rav, who says, we learn from the door of the Heichal that the maximum size is 20 Amos. So the Gemara answers, Rav, Rav would tell you, Dal take me out of here, take me out of the picture. Don't the two Brisas contradict each other? One Brisa says that the Rabbanan learned from the door of the Heichal that the maximum shear is 20 Amos. Another Brisa says if you have an Amaltra, it can be more than 20 Amos. Don't those contradict each other? Because for the same reason we've been asking, because the door of the Heichal was only 20 Amos, even though it had an Amaltra. What do you have to say to answer that question? Tanaihi, that it's a Machlokas time. The two Bryces are arguing with each other. So Ladidinami, so according to me too, Tanaihi, it's Machlokas Tanaim. So there's just not a Kasha on me. You have two Bryces that argue with each other, and I hold like one of them. According to the Brysa that says that we learn from a Heichal that the maximum height is 20 Amos, that Brysa would hold that an Amaltra won't help. And according to the Brysa that says that an Amaltra helped, that Brysa holds the Chachamim don't learn the maximum shear from the doorway of Heichal. And they're arguing with each other, and so it's not a Kasha. I hold like one of them. The Gemara has still not explained what an Amaltra is or why it helps to allow you to make the doorway higher than 20 Amos. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. Rav Nachman Yitzhak Amar, Rav Nachman Yitzhak says, Below Rav Manaita Adadi Lokashan. Rav Nachman says, contrary to the analysis we just gave, that if you take Rav out of the picture, the Brises would not contradict each other. Why? Because the Rabbanan Kora Tamamai Mishu Hekera. Why do the Rabbanan require a, a Kora to be not more than 20 Amos above the ground to make a Heker so that you'll see it? A Mavoy is Rosh It opens to Rosh We're afraid that people will get confused because a Mavoy is a semi-public place that opens to Rosh we're, we're concerned that people will get confused and will end up carrying in Rosh And the purpose of the Kora is to be a visual reminder that the Mavoy ends here, the Rosh Hashayachid ends here, and Rosh Hashayachid starts on the other side. And that will actually be a discussion later. Does Rosh Hashanah start under the Korah or does it start on the other side? But we'll say for now it starts on the other side. The Rabbanan actually do not learn from the Heichal that the maximum height is 20 Amos. The maximum height is 20 Amos because that's the maximum height that gives, that allows visual recognition. The reason the Baisa says more than the, higher than the opening of the Heichal that was just a, a way of remembering the number. It's not that they're learning from 
the Heichal. That was just a way of remembering the number. Now the two brises don't contradict each other because the whole purpose of the Korah is to serve a, as a visual reminder. Up to 20 Amos high, it serves as a visual reminder. Higher than that, you don't notice it. But if it has an Amaltra, some kind of thing to attract your attention, then you will notice it even if it's more than 20 almost high. So the two Bryces would be consistent with each other. One Brysa says, up to 20 almost high, and the way to remember that is that the door of the Heichal was 20 almost high. And the other Brysa says, and if it has an Amaltra, it could be higher. And there's no contradiction, because we're not learning from Heichal. It's just a way of remembering. It's only because Rav said that the Chachamim learned from the Heichal that we had a Kasha. If we take Rav out of the picture, we actually don't have a kasha. Gemara asks on Rav Nachman Reyitzchak. Rav Nachman Reyitzchak, now what Rav Nachman Reyitzchak said that that's the argument in our Mishnah, that the Chachamim hold that the maximum height of a visual reminder is 20 Amos, and Rav Yehuda holds that a visual reminder could be even more than 20 Amos high. Panecha, that works out well, Elosphere Lehadirava. If Rav Nachman Reyitzchak does not interpret the first Mishnah in Sukkah the way Rava interprets it, as we'll see what that means. But if he interprets the first Mishnah in Sukkah the way Rava interprets it, then we have a Kasha. What does Rava say? Because Rava said, The Pasuk says, that when you that why should you sit in the sukkah so that your generations will know that in the midbar in the desert for 40 years i sat your ancestors in the sukkah until 20 almost high a person knows he's in the sukkah he can see the schach the schach is more than 20 almost high a person doesn't know he doesn't see it he doesn't have that reminder because the eye doesn't doesn't literally doesn't have dominion on it. The eye doesn't notice it. Al Magabi Sukanami and Rabbi Huda holds that the schach can be more than twenty almost high. So it seems that the Chachamim and Rabbi Huda are arguing about whether more than twenty almost high is a hekar. Just as an aside, Poskim bring that when you sit in the sukkah, when you have the first kazayas of Hamotzi, you need to have in mind that you are sitting in the sukkah to remember the sukkah's or the Anani Akavod, that's a Mahlokia Masefet Sukkah, but to remember the Sukkos in the desert, however you define Sukkot. See, there's literal huts or Anani Akavod. In general, there's a discussion about Mitzvot Trichos Kavana, the Mitzvot require Kavana or not, but even if you hold Mitzvot require Kavana, there are two different kinds of Kavana. One is Kavana to do a Mitzvah, and the other is Kavana to know why you're doing a Mitzvah. Like when you say Kriyashma, there's Kavana to do the mitzvah of Kriyashma, and there's Kavana to accept the yoke of heaven on yourself. Those are two separate kinds of Kavana. So by Sukkah also, there would be the Kavana to fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkah, and a separate Kavana to know why I'm sitting in a Sukkah. And according to some postgame, that that's required when you eat a kazayas of bread. That's learned from this Pasuk, because it says, in order that they will know. And for that reason the Chachamim hold that the sukkah can't be too tall, because if you don't see the schach, it defeats the purpose. You don't know you're in the sukkah, and you're not sitting there in order that you will know. So what's the question? So the Gemara says, 
According to Rav Nachman Rayitzchak, the Chachamim and Rabbi Huda are arguing in our Mishnah whether a heker, a visual reminder, can be more than 20 almost high. According to Rabbah, the Chachamim and Rabbi Huda are arguing in Sukkah about exactly the same thing. Why should they argue twice? We know that you know, Mishnayos try to be concise, not to say unnecessary things. Why have the same machokis in two different places? So your answer is Srichot. Now, I need them both. If I only had the machokis regarding Sukkah, I would not infer that the same machokis exists regarding Korah. Because Behak Am Rabbi Huda Kivan Abida Shalta Be'ena, then in this case of Sukkah, Rabbi Huda says it can be higher than 20 amos because the sukkah is made for sitting in shalta ve'ena, then your eye will see it. When you're sitting, your eyes can roam. You can look up at the ceiling, at the schach, and you'll see it, even if it's more than 20 amos high. But the mavoi is for walking. When people walk, they look ahead of them. They don't look all around, all over at the sky, and they won't see the korah if it's more than 20 amos high. So maybe I would have thought that Rabbi Yehuda would agree if I didn't have the Machlokas in both places. Gotta look where you're walking. Right, exactly. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda would agree with the Rabbanan. And if I had only this one in Eruvin, I would say, here in Eruvin, the Rabbanan say it cannot be more than 20 amos high because you're walking and you're not going to notice it. But by Sukkah, where you're sitting, maybe the Rabbanon agree with Rabbi Yehuda, therefore, I need the Machlokas in both places. The Machlokas is, is a Korah that's more than 20 Amos high, than a visual reminder or not? And with an Amaltra on top, it would be a visual reminder. This has practical implications for our Eru, uh, for our type of Eru, which it consists generally of telephone poles and wires. The Mishnah says if you have a Tzuras HaPesach, it can be more than 20 Amos high. The explanation for that would seem to be that the reason why a Tzuras HaPesach can be more than 20 Amos high is because the poles on the side, a Tzuras HaPesach consists of, of two vertical poles and a horizontal pole on top. So the vertical poles draw your eye upward until you see the horizontal, even if it's more than 20 amos high. As we'll learn later in our sechet, the, the vertical posts on the sides of Tzuras Pesach don't actually need to reach the top. They just need to be 10 tvachim high, and then we can draw a virtual line upwards until the horizontal post. But if you have such a Tzuras Pesach, can it be more than 20 amos high? Because you don't have that that vertical element to draw your eye upwards. That is a machlokas poskim. If you want to use a wire on a telephone pole that's higher than 20 amos high, uh, and you don't want to make the lechi go all the way up, you just want to nail a board that's 10 tvachim high under the wire, and it doesn't go all the way up, is that a kosher tzuras pesach or not? So that is a machlokas poskim, both classical poskim and contemporary poskim. That is a practical application of this idea that what allows you to make it more than 20 amos high is that some, there's something there to draw your eye to it, like an amaltra or like a tzuras apesa. So we're going to ask, my amaltra. Okay, we've been talking about an amaltra. What is it? As Machlokas we've shown him what the Gemara is asking here. According to Rashi, the Gemara seems to be asking 
what was the Amaltara in the Beis Megdash? Other Rishonim learn, like the Ritva, that the Gemara is asking, what is an Amaltara in the context of a Korah, in the context of a Mavoi? What would you do, what would you make to be an Amaltara? Rechama Brei Deraba Baravua Amar Kemi. Rechama Brei Deraba Baravua said they are bird's nests, some kind of ornamental bird's nests that were placed, according to Rashi, it's referring to in the Basin of Egdash, above the door where the picture that I showed you had five beams. There were rows of, not beams, but bird's nests, ornamental bird's nests, either made out of wood or wood plated with gold, Farshim discussed exactly what they would have looked like. Kiyata Ravdimi Amri Bamarava Paski de Arza. When Ravdimi came, he said in Eretzral they interpret the Amaltra as boards of cedar wood. And that's the more classical view, like the picture that I showed you, that they were boards of cedar wood. Uh, either, again, in Farshim discussed, plated with gold or not plated with gold, just cedar wood. The one who says that the Amaltra was Paske de Arza would certainly agree that if you put bird's nests on top of your Korah, or possibly it means engrave bird's nests, either it means models of bird's nests or it means to engrave designs of bird's nests, certainly that would work. If boards of wood, the design made out of boards of wood would draw your eye, certainly having bird's nests on top of the Korah, which is a strange thing, would draw your eye to it. But Manda Amarkine, but the one who says that bird's nests, though Paskida he would say that boards of cedar wood are not sufficient because you need something really strange to draw your eye up there and up to the top of the Korah, which is more than 20 almost high, whereas just having boards of wood wouldn't do the job. The one who says that, no, you don't need something strange, boards of, of cedar wood would be sufficient because they're longer and they will draw your attention. They're long, they draw your attention. The Gemara asks, The Gemara says, well, the schach of the sukkah is also long, and we're not saying it will draw your attention if it's more than 20 almost high. Sumara says, you're right. The reason why boards of, wood, of cedar wood would draw your attention is because they're important. They're expensive. If you put some mahogany wood, some cherry wood on top of your kora, also it, it's expensive, it's fancy, it will draw your attention, as opposed to just the 2 by 4 from Home Depot, whereas the schach doesn't necessarily draw your attention. We said that the Korah uh, can only be 20 amos high. Tomorrow asked, Miktzat Korah v'toch esrim, Miktzat Korah l'malam esrim. If the Korah is partially within 20 amos and partially above 20 amos, Miktzat Chach v'toch esrim, Miktzat Chach l'malam esrim. If your Schach is partly above 20 amos and partly within 20 amos, what's the din? Amarava, the Mavoi Kasher, the Sukapatsul. Rava says if it's a Korav Mavoi, it is Kasher. If it's partially above 20 Amos and partially with, below 20 Amos, within 20 Amos, the Sukapatsul, but your schach, the schach of your Sukkah, if it's partially above 20 Amos and partially within 20 Amos, it's Pasul. Maishna, what's the difference? The Mavoi de Kasher, that it's Kasher in a Mavoi. Damrinan Kalush. 
Because we could say, imagine that the part that's higher than 20 amos is not there. Imagine that the part of the Korah which is above 20 amos is not there. You still have the part of the Korah that's within 20 amos, and you're all set. Sukkah nami makalush. okay, by schach also. Let's say, imagine that the part of the schach that's above 20 amos is not there. You still have the part of the schach that's below 20 amos. Our answer is no. If you imagine that part of the schach is missing, then you'll have a sukkah which has more sun than shade. And such a sukkah is puzzle. It won't actually have more sun than shade, but if you imagine part of the schach is not there, then you have to imagine it has more sun than shade. Sigmar says, Well, I can make the same argument. If you imagine that the top half of the Korah is not there, then the Korah is light and flimsy, and it will blow away in the wind. Of course, it won't actually blow in the way, away in the wind, but you have to imagine it will blow away in the wind, and it will be possible. Ela al karachach, so what do you have to say? That when you imagine that the top half of the Korah is missing, You'll also imagine that the bottom half of the Korah is made out of iron. It's an eye, like an iron spit, and it's not going to blow away. So well, likewise, when you imagine that the top half of the schach is not there, imagine that there's more shade than sun. So why should one be kosher and the other be puzzle? Amarava mi parzakya, rava mi parzakya answered, a sukkah, which is made for an individual, a person can have his own private sukkah, he won't remember. That is, sometimes if he makes his schach part, partially above 20 amos and partially within 20 amos, maybe the part that's within 20 amos will fall off, and all of his schach will be above 20 amos, and he's sitting there by himself. He'll forget, he won't pay attention, he won't remember, there won't be anyone to remind him. Mavoy Rabim Mitkriya Hadadi. A Mavoy, which is made for the multitudes, people will remind each other. If the bottom half of the Korah rots away, and the rest of the Korah that's remaining is above 20 Amos, people will notice and they'll remind each other to fix it. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, Sukadoraitach Mirubarabanan, Mavoy Dravanan, Loch Mirubarabanan. Ravina says there's a different reason why a sukkah whose schach is partially above 20 amos and partially below 20 amos is possible, but a mavoy whose korah is partially above 20 amos and partially below 20 amos is kosher. That is, a sukkah is doraisa, so chachamim were machmir. A, a mavoy is drabanan, the whole concept of a mavoy is drabanan. The whole concept of a korah to a mavoy is drabanan, and therefore the rabanan were lenient. Again, when we're talking about partially above and partially below, we don't mean it's slanted. We mean it's a horizontal beam or horizontal schach. The Korah, for example, is placed 19 and a half almost above the ground, and it's six tvachim tall, so three tvachim of it are below the 20 almost line, and three tvachim are above, for example. That's just an example. And the same thing with your schach. It has a thickness to it, and part of the thickness is below the 20 almost line, and part of it's above the 20 almost line. Rav Adavar Abba Matni Lahashmata the Rabba Ipcha. The Rabba Ipcha. Rav Adavar Matna learned the previous teaching of Rabba the other way, backwards from the way we just learned it. Amar Rabba Mavoy Pasul Besukach Shira. That if the Korah 
is half in 20 amos and half above 20 amos, it's puzzle. If the schach is half in 20 amos and half above 20 amos, it's kosher. Why is the sukkah kosher? Because we say, imagine that the top half of the schach is not there. So by the Korah also, let's imagine the top half is not there. Where it says, no. If you would imagine that the top half of the Korah is not there, then the Korah will be light and flimsy and will blow away in the wind. Well, here too. If you imagine the half of the schach is not there, then it will, you'll have more sun than shade. What do, you need, what do you have to say? You have to say that we're not going to imagine that. We're going to say that there's more shade than sun. We're not going to imagine just because we're imagining half the sock away doesn't require us to imagine there's more sun than shade. We could still say there's more shade than sun. Hanami. So too by the, by the Korah. You have to say that it's like an iron spit. In other words, you could imagine away the top half of the Korah and imagine that the bottom half is made of iron, so it's not going to blow away in the wind. Amarava Mipraskaya, and Sarava Mipraskaya answered, Sukad Liyachidhi Ramiya By a sukkah, we say it's kasher because a sukkah is made for one person or could be made for one person. And he knows it's his responsibility to take care of that sukkah. And so, if the bottom half of the schach would fall off, and all the schach remaining would be above 20 amos, he would fix it. He would realize, or he would realize his puzzle, and he would go to someone else's sukkah. But mavoy, the the mavoy, which is for the majority, everyone assumes someone else will take care of it. When you have when more than one person is responsible for it, if the bottom half of the Korah would rot away so that the top half of the Korah would be more than 20 almost high, no one's going to look because everyone's going to think it's someone else's job. Because people say, as the popular expression goes, a pot that belongs to many people, to partners, is never hot and never cold. Nobody's minding the, the soup to see that it's cooking properly because everyone thinks someone else will do it. Ravina, Amar, Ravina says the reason why sukkah is kosher and when it's partially, when the schach is partially above 20 amos and partially below is because it's doraita, lo chizuk. Since it's doraita, people take it seriously. It doesn't need to be strengthened by the chachamim. Mavoy, Dravanan, but the whole concept of a korah and a mavoy is only drabanan by chizuk. So Rabbanan need to strengthen their decrees. Therefore, they said it's possible. If you recall, way back at the beginning of Masachet Brachos, we said that the Chachamim made a decree not to eat before saying Kriyashma. The Kol HaOveral, the Great Chachamim, Chayav Mita. A person who transgresses the words of the Chachamim is Chayav Misa. For eating before Kriyashma, the Chachamim said a person is Chayav Misa because the words of the Chachamim require strengthening. So they make them very strong. So to here, they, they said... The, the Korah needs to be below 20 Amos, and if it's even partially above 20 Amos, we're going to make it possible. My Havela, so what was the bottom line? Rabba Barahula Marzev Zephasul. Rabba Barahuna 
Vara Ula says in both cases, the Sukkah and Amavoy, uh, it's possible. Rava Amar Zebze Kasher. Rava says in both cases, it's Kasher. Why? Halal Sukatsnan, Halal Mavoitsnan. When the Mishnah said that the maximum height is 20 Amos, it was not talking about the maximum height of the Korah or the maximum height of the Schach. It was talking about the maximum height of the cavity under the Schach and the cavity under the Korah. And so the Korah itself, the bottom edge of it, could be at the 20 Amos line. And likewise, the Schach, the bottom edge of it, could be at the 20 Amos line. Amalei Rav Papa Rava, Tanya de Maseyela. Rav Papa said to Rava, we have a brisa that supports you. Mavoy shu It says that if the mavoy is taller than 20 amos, should lower the kora like the opening of the heichal. That's what the brisa says. And Rafafa says, The opening of the doorway of the heichal was 20 amos high, and the top beam of the doorway was at its bottom was at the 20 Amos line. So you see the 20 Amos is the measure of the opening of the cavity and that the Korah or the Schach is above that 20 Amos, like Rav said. Eitve, Rav Shimi, Bar Ashi, Rav Papa, so Rav Shimi, Bar Ashi, Asakasha, and Rav Papa, Kitzad HaYoseh, Meniach Korah, Mishpat Mulamata. The Brisa says, what should you do? You should put the Korah from the lip of 20 almost, in other words, from the 20 almost line and below. It's a kasha on Rapapa, so Rapapa would answer, or Rapapa did answer, Ema Ulamala, change the Baisa to say Ulamala, not Ulamata. Bahalamata Tani, but the Baisa says Lamata, below. Why are you telling me to change it to say above? So our answer is Hakamashman, it's teaching us the Lamata Kilamala, that below is like above. Just as the maximum cavity you could have under a Korah is 20 Amos, so too the minimum cavity you could have is 10 Tfachim. In other words, you read the Brisa like this. When you place the Korah, it should be at most from the 20, at the 20 Amos line and above, meaning the bottom of the Korah should be at most 20 Amos high. And so too, Lamata, the minimum shear, you should place the Korah above the minimum shear of ten Fachim. Don't think that the top of the Korah could be ten Fachim high. The minimum shear is for the bottom of the Korah to be ten Fachim high. That's how Rafapa would explain the Raisa. Amar Abaye. Abaye said, Mishmeda of Nachman, in the name of Rav Nachman, there are two kinds of amos. There's an ama that has five tvachim in it, and there's an ama that has six tvachim in it. Avai said in the name of Nachman that when we talk about amos in the context of sukkah and mavoi, we're talking about five tvachim amos. And when we talk about amma in the context of distancing uh, vegetables from grapes in order not to have kilayim, we're talking about amos of six tvachim. Mavoy v'amma So for what purpose are we talking about 
a mavoi, when we say that a mavoi, the alma is five tvachim, for what purpose is that? Mavoi ba'amavachim shalamai hechata, the a five tvachim alma for mavoi, for what halacha is it? Legovho lepritzat mavoi, measuring the height, the maximum height is 20 times five tvachim, and also for measuring an opening, if the side wall of the mavoi would break, we will learn later that there's a maximum shear there and of 10 amos, and you measure that 10 amos with 5 tfachim amos. In other words, in both cases, it's a chumrah, it's a stringency to use a smaller amma. So we're asked, But there are other places where we have to measure amos in a mavoi, such as the minimum length of a mavoi to qualify as a mavoi is four amos, and there, if you use a smaller ama, it's a kula. What would give you the right to do that? Because Gemara is assuming that Rav Nachman, when he made the statement about using a five tvachim ama for sukkah and mavoi, he meant to be machmir. And the Mishnah doesn't say anywhere whether it's talking about five or six, so what would give him the right to be lenient? He, he has to be intending to be stringent, and yet it comes out of leniency because he's going to say that the minimum length of a mavoi is four times five amos, four times five tvachim, rather than four times six tvachim. So our answer is, command to amar tvachim. Rav Nachman will hold like the opinion that we'll have later in Dapei, that the minimum length of a mavoi is four tvachim, not four amos. So you don't need to measure four amos, so it's not a question. Be right, Emma, or if you wish, you could say that really if Nachman does hold that the minimum length is four amos, the Rovamot Kamar. And when he said that by Mavoy we use smaller amos, he meant in most cases. Likewise, by Sukkah, when Rav Nachman says we use an amma of five tvachim, for what halacha did he say that? Where would it be a chumrah? For its maximum height? and also for a bent wall. For example, if you put your sukkah next to your house, the schach can't reach your house because there's the eaves of your house that hang outwards. And some people, like me, don't have a wall of the sukkah on that side. We use the wall of the house as a wall of the sukkah. How can you do that? The schach doesn't reach the wall. The answer is that up to four amos of the eaves can be considered a bent wall. So the wall of the house reaches the schach because we view the, the wall as turning. And that's up to four amos. But you have to use small amos to measure that. But by sukkah also, this place where using small amos comes out as a kula, as a leniency because the minimum length of a sukkah is four amos, and if you use small, smaller amos, you'll have a smaller sukkah. Titania, Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Omer Ani, I say, Kol sukkah ein badalad amot, any sukkah which is not four amos by four amos is, is not kosher. So the more answer is Karabanan, Rav Nachman would hold like the Rabbanan, Zahamri, Afilu, Inam, Machzeket, Elo, Roshov, Rubov, Shulchanot, the Rabbanon argue with Rabbi Behold, a sukkah does not have to be four amos by four amos. It just has to be big enough to 
hold your head and most of your body and your table. Levi Gema, or if you wish, you could say Lolan Rebihi, that really Rav Nachman holds like Rebbe. Rav Amav Kamar, and we said that the Amma of the Sukkah is five Tvachim, he meant in most cases. But when you're measuring the length, you would have to use six Tvachim in order for it to come out as a Chumrah, not a Kula. Amat Kilayim Bamava Chishalamai Hakata. Then Rav Nachman said that when you're talking about Kilayim, you need to use a six Tvachim Amma. For what halacha? When you're measuring a bald spot in the middle of a vineyard, and when you're measuring the work area around the vineyard. Zitznan, as we learned in Mishnah, the bald spot in the middle of a vineyard. Beit Shammai says it has to be 24 almost by 24 almost before you're allowed to plant something else in that bald spot. And Beis Hill says 16 Amos by 16 Amos. And you need to use big Amos of 6 Tvachim to make it a Chumrah. Umachol HaKerem, what is the Machol HaKerem? The work area around the vineyard. Uh, if you sort of imagine that the outfield of a baseball field is the vineyard and the warning track is the work area that runs around it, the Beit Shammai Arim Sheh says, 16 almost wide before you can plant something else there. And Beit Hillel says 12 almost. What is the bald spot? In the vineyard, it's where the middle of the vineyard was destroyed. In other words, there are no, there are no vines there. If it's not 16 almost wide, according to Beit Hillel, you may not bring other seeds there, not plant there. But if it is 16 almost wide, then you leave enough area along the edges that you could work the vineyard, and then you could plant seeds in the rest. What is the machola kerem? It's the area between the vineyard and the fence, like I said, like the warning track at the back of an outfield. If it's not 12 almost wide, loya vizera lasham, then you may not plant other seeds there. Ayusham, shtenusreyama, aman, atain lokadevaratobuzorea, etashar. You leave enough enough area to work the vineyard and you could plant the rest. We'll stop there and have a very good day.